Cliffcentral.com. We're all about fame this morning. I'm Pumi Mashekho and you're listening to Womandla. And I've got a diva in the studio. I'm so excited to have Candida here. Because uh, I saw the billboard for Sister Act. I loved Sister Act, right? Because um, like most black women, I like singing along to gospel. And, and when I saw... When I saw that billboard and I saw Sister Act, which is a world-renowned stage play, kind of what do they call it? Non-what-what? Non-replica. Non-replica stage play. And I thought, ooh, this is going to be fun. And it's got a gorgeous black girl on on the billboard, and it's a huge billboard on the M1. Sister Act. There's two. There's two? There's two. You want two billboards? Two billboards. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so. I was shocked the other day when I was driving on the M1 because I was driving to uh, an interview. Don't remember what the interview was, but I was driving from town on the M1 and then I saw one billboard. Uh, I think it's oh, yeah, it, just across Empire, just yeah, after yes. Empire. It was that one. And I was like, ooh, nice. I'm on a billboard. I'm on a billboard. And I'd heard about that one. And then there's the other one. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's two. Uh, Just off the Santon off-ramp. I was like, oh, my goodness, my goodness. I'm on two billboards in my lifetime. At least I know that um, people have seen me. (laughs) <laughs> you are two billboards and your name is going to go up in lights. I mean, at the moment, everybody, every single review I have read about this musical is astounding. It's an all South African cast uh-huh. and you're the lead. Yeah. So what does, what does that feel like when you got the callback that said, yeah, you got the role? I didn't believe it initially. Uh, but then the moment it sunk in, I felt completely and utterly blessed. And then I realized the mountain of work that I had to, <laughs> that I had to, um, uh, overcome. And it wasn't a matter of overcoming. Once, once I let everything sink in throughout the whole rehearsal process and throughout the process of me researching before the rehearsal process, I think that the whole understanding of 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 the magnitude of what is happening just just slowly sunk in and now i'm at a a stage where it feels as, as if i've been taking quaaludes so i'm i'm, I'm a bit relaxed what's quaaludes <laughs> are you a drug addict i'm not a drug addict <laughs> what's when it comes to taking vitamins i'm a drug addict cuz i have to keep my energy up but i'm not a drug addict at all but quaaludes have you watched wolf of wall street Let's move on. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Leonardo I know, DiCaprio. I know, I know, I know. I know. Let's not judge people <laughs> who have different kind of lives. I know about Wolf of Wall Street. I'm just so it's just like an antidepressant. That in the Wolf of Wall Street, they just used it as a recreational drug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of antidepressants and recreational. Uh, getting over stuff. <laughs> 2010 mm-hmm. and the whole of South Africa, kind of 2010, 2012, the whole of South Africa for a couple of weeks definitely knew your name. Ah, yes. Because you, you made it to top 18. Yeah. 
in Idols, uh, South Africa, right? Mm. But no one really remembers top 18. I mean, no, you kind of, in no. fact, there are some people who were top one and we don't kind of remember, but that's people another. People generally remember the wooden, wooden mic before they'll remember top 18. <laughs> top 18. <laughs> yeah, but so that was 2012 and this is you trying to get yourself yeah. in there, right? Yeah. What was that like? you what was that experience of getting to top 18 and then having all hopes dashed do you know what i'd been in the industry for quite a while by that time so um rejection was something that i have gotten used to you don't always get every job you want you don't always get every um Win every competition. You don't always get what you want so i i i'd gone i'd gone in there um Knowing that if I get something out of this, fantastic. What I'm was the thing you if wanted to get out of it? Exposure. Besides winning. Exposure. I know everybody goes in there thinking they're going to win. Wouldn't Mike or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And sometimes it challenges us yeah. viewers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to get out of it? Exposure. Did you get that? Um, for that period of time, I got a phenomenal amount of exposure. So, um, winning or not winning, I think think that I I came out with a big prize. So, do you get jobs now? Do you like walk into an audition and then people are like, "Hey, you were like Idols top 18." No. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's it's not necessarily about the person that's going to give me the job that is the exposure that I'm looking for. I get the job fabulous, but the people that are going to be coming to watch the show are also going to be associating me with idols. Oh, she's the girl that was on Idols, thus making the um the um, uh, what's it called uh, the calling card a little bigger when people come to watch the show. So I have a a, a bit of a following that throughout the years has been growing. Do you from- have a following? Do people like stop you in the streets and everything? <sighs> the thing is, uh, in the streets, <laughs> no, I don't I'm walk sorry. around in heels or and I don't. You do don't my look hair, like the know? girl on the stage. No, I, I'm yeah. I just like to be a little normal because <laughs> I don't have time to put makeup on. Do you know how long it takes to put makeup on? Yeah, oh, I kind of do. Child. That's why I don't do it often. So I don't do the heels. <laughs> I don't do the makeup. I don't do the dressing up much. But if it has to be done, it's done. But um, normal so, day-to-day life, no. Do people know Candy as the girl that was on Idols or do they know Candy as... The girl on Madame Zangara or the girl on the stage musicals? Because you've done quite a lot. You've done, is it Jason and the Technicala? Joseph. 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 Yeah, Joseph. Jason's not in the, Jason's not in the Bible, man. <laughs> okay. So Maybe he is, but they didn't write about him. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but you've done lots of, you've done lots of stage. You've done mm. a little bit of TV. Mm-hmm. You on Zabalaza? Uh, I was on Zabalaza you and Rhythm, Rhythm City. City. Yeah. So you've done a little bit of TV. But in my mind, I kind of feel like if you've done TV, everybody knows you. They know the face. They know the voice. They can put it together. And when you walk around, they see it. But if you're on stage, you know, it's a it's smaller a audience. Yeah. It's the most, is it a most sophisticated audience? About papeli so almost thing. Ah, about papeli. 
The thing is, what I've noticed about my journey so far is <laughs> no one recognizes me when I'm like in Pretoria. Yeah, a few people. Hey, ah, oh, okay, ah, ah, Zodwa. Does that suck? It's fabulous. I think it's okay. fabulous. At least I can, um, <laughs> I can shop in peace. I think it's fabulous. I'm sure it's hard for you. No, no, I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> but the other thing that I've noticed is, okay, in in the big city, no one notices or even really gives two hoots. But um, if you go into, let's say, the like rural they don't area. Even side, they don't even side eye you. So like side eye you, like they're trying to be cool because they're in the city and they're not going to like they do be like, like a, fanny. But they're like, hey, hey, she's that girl on TV or she's that girl on the stage. That was on TV six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I do get those people with memories, yeah. (laughs) But the people with the best memories that I've noticed are the people in the rural areas. There was this um, educational show that I did. uh, We were touring the country. And I was like, ah, people don't know me. It's fine. Because no one looks at me in Joburg or Pretoria. They don't care. It's fine. But then we went to Polokwani. We went to Venda. And... Every time our little bus would stop so we could prepare our, our, our little educational show for these kids, um, these kids would rush against the little combi that we were driving and literally shake it. Candy! Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, a moment of fame. A moment. Is this how Beyonce feels? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but isn't that what you want when you when you want to be on aisles, when you want to be on stage? Isn't that what you want? The uh, privacy is, is is a big thing, you know. Um, I, and I really, really value my privacy. I I, I I I don't post on Facebook where I stay, and my um uh phone number is not on Facebook. And very few people know my number and very few people know where I stay. Um, so privacy is, is one thing that I hold so dearly because I love my little sanctuary of what I call home. And um, having people, and I love this, the, the, the safety of you going to clicks and you want to buy tampons and there's nobody looking at you and watching. Ooh, what kind of brand does she use? And you don't have you don't have people judging you. Oh, look at you now. Oh, you're you're wearing a onesie to 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 the shops. Oh, she has no face on. Oh, she's so ugly without makeup. Oh my goodness. And you know how judgmental people are. That aspect, I don't need. I don't need the judgment, and I don't need the inundation of the negativity. But. The praise and the accolation. I love that. Walk out of stage door. Oh, oh my goodness. That's fabulous. But don't take it into my personal life. But that's the thing. It's a price of fame. And that's the, and that, that's what people like Beyonce and Somizi and, um, Unati and you and Gareth and so many people that are actually celebrated in, in the public eye. That's what you guys have to deal with. And I'm glad that I'm, not completely in that and I haven't had to pay that price yet but if I do become successful it's a price that one has to pay I guess are you willing to pay it 
at the end of the day, what I think is, you know what, we're all given talents and these talents have been given to, to better people's lives, to open people's perspective on life. As a performer, we tell stories and as a radio host, um, and as a, a TV star as you are, um, yes, go, yes, go, um, we're there. We are the faces of of the nation. We're those voices. We voice the opinions of the people that are not seen. We tell the stories of the people that are not heard. And that's our job. And unfortunately, we have to sacrifice ourselves to do our job to our best ability. And this is not something that you choose. This is something that you're chosen. And if you are really good at your craft, then that means that it's something that was chosen for your path. But for those people who unfortunately aren't that great in what they do, of whom I don't know, um, they, the, that is not their path. When you succeed in what you do, then that is what your chosen path is. And when you can change at least one life, then you know that that is what what you've been put on this earth to do. And you must carry on doing it to the best of your ability. But if there are those prices that you have to pay, unfortunately it comes with the territory, so you have to pay it. Do you think that you're succeeding in your chosen path? You've been in the industry now for 10 years. You, um, I think the role in Sister Act is possibly the most challenging stage role uh, written for a black woman. Yeah. In a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Um, even when Hoopy Goldberg was in the lead on the film, it was, it was such a fantastic thing in 1992 mm. when I, um, I was just a teenager then. <laughs> but we still saw it. <laughs> and loved it and loved it because for the first time, the, the lead character and she was so strong and so amazing and who she is mm. in the, fi- in the film mm. and it's just so wow and so amazing. And it, it was a new thing for yeah. a lot of us. Yeah. Similarly for the stage play and she produced yeah. the initial play that, um, Bettina that Miller. went out. Yeah. yeah. She produced that. She co-produced that. And, mm. and even now in South Africa, I, I go to theater quite often and I see a lot of theater pieces. There are not a lot of juicy pieces written for black girls. Mm. And this is one of them. This is one of those kind of for the black girl. Do you, does it then mark success for you? At the end of the day, if I put a smile on one person's face, if I can move one person to tears, if I can make one person realize that you are not alone, if I, in my storytelling, can, can, can open your mind to the facets that life has created for us, if I can do that just for one person, I think that I've done, I, I've done a successful job. And for the 10 years that I've been in this industry, I think I have been very successful because I have been able to move people throughout my with my work throughout this this period of time. Was it easy? Nothing in life is easy if you want to be good at it. Ah, oh, so God, that's just a thing. Shot, <laughs> shot. Do you remember when I came in this morning? I was just, I was glazed. I was so tired. I, now I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little. 
little woken. <laughs> but I, I'm still okay. a bit tired. But I was glazed. I was that that tired. It takes that much energy. It's mind, body, spirit that you are putting onto your on the stage and a heart. You're putting your heart on the line. You you, you take your heart out of your chest and you go like this, and the audience has to accept what you're giving them. You're giving them your heart, your soul, your every being. And for them to accept it and embrace it is that's when you know that you've done a good job. And that, at the end of the show, finishes a person. <laughs> so if I know that I am ridiculously tired, then that means I know I've done a good job. Have you ever put your, you know, you, you, you say that so convincingly, and I must be careful with you actor types, because the person also doesn't know how much of this is for brow, aren't you? But, you know, you say that with, with your heart, and, and I've spoken to lots of creative people, and that's one of the things, it's like having a baby, they say, and then somebody getting to tell you that the baby is ugly. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever put your heart on the line, given your soul, and just not gotten the reaction that you wanted? <sighs> Let me think. Let me think. But that, that's a double-edged sword. As I, <laughs> I, I, I that, that that question, it, it, it has two two sides to it. The reaction that I think. Or the reaction that no, that's you get like a crap review, like a oh, crap like a crap review, review. Uh, okay. or like you and you are just like, hey, these people don't know how much of me was on that floor, you know? Ah, uh, with crap reviews, I'm like, Wena, that's your opinion. Sit down. Next. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. In an audience of 1,100 people and there's one crappy review, you sit down. No one's listening. Carry on. That's nice. You must just. Life's too short to be holding on to negativity. No. Hey, I don't need a heart attack now. I'm only 32. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not worth it's really, really not worth it. I mean like okay, going back to like negativity, like with um uh what's it called? Idols. Oh, people on idols are so horrible on Twitter. <gasps> people are horrible <laughs> on Twitter. My gosh. It's the only way I watch idols. Sure, <laughs> people are mean on Twitter. So then you go on Twitter and these people are saying these horrible things about you. Um and I'm like, okay, fine, great. No problem. I was told. I'm like, mm, child, I studied for this. You don't know. This is called technique. Sure. <laughs> okay. So anywho, so like there was this one comment that this woman posted on Twitter and, um, I, I got into a point where I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I waited out all the negativity and there was this one that got me and I was like, okay, you are you are making an issue where there is no issue. If you were going to say my vocals are horrible, fine. That's your opinion. If you say my performance ability is bad, fine. That's your opinion. But never, never, ever, ever criticize my name. So this woman, she criticized my name. As you know, my full name is Candida. And many people know that it's, 
uh, it has two meanings, and some people only think it has one meaning, and the one meaning that many people think it has is a medical meaning, but it actually has two meanings. And this woman is on about my name, and I was like, "What's oh! the second meaning?" Uh, oh, the second meaning is uh, white light, white light. So, anywho, she's and it's uh, like a bright star. Shine bright like a diamond, <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> so, anywho, she's on about my name, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" That was like a jab to my heart. So I was like, "Okay, fine." Put my boxing gloves on, and I went at her, and I was like, "You had a Twitter war." It wasn't a war. It it was more like educating a person, uh, a, a naive person. Um, at the end of the day, what I believe is, if you are going to have an opinion about something, have an educated opinion about it. Do not force your opinions upon people if you are not educated about the opinion that you're going to be forcing on people. That's it. I opened her up. I'm like, child! <laughs> no! If you are going to be saying this about people's names, child, you must go back and then you must go research. Don't be saying negative things about people if you don't know them. Research, darling. So that was my whole thing on Twitter. But, I mean, like, as I say, if you're going to criticize my performance or my abilities, I'm fine with that. But never criticize me, the essence of me, of whom is my name. Well, I like that. The essence of you, of which is your name. Interestingly, we were talking about names yesterday. That there's only at the office, we were talking about names yesterday. That that's, yeah. you know, that's the first part of the brand of who you are. Mm. And it's... It, if you think about it, it has been given to you lovingly by mm. the most important people in your life. Exactly. And, and it's such, and it's, you know, the, the Sutu saying everybody knows about Bito Levik is a rumor, you know? Mm. And, and the, the importance of just knowing who you are and knowing what your name is and knowing that where it comes from is mm. a place of love. Mm. So it's amazing that you think that it's, you know, you, that you liken it to mm. the essence of who you are. Mm. But I mean, if at the end of the day, if you look at any name and you look at the meaning of a name, um, within the meaning comes some part of your personality within that name. Do you get what I mean? What part of your personality comes from your name? Candida. My African name is Morongwa. Wow. So, I am a messenger. Am I not sending my message every day? I'm a messenger. White light. I try in every way to emanate my light that was given to me, which is my talent, talent every day. That's what I believe. So that's, that, that, that's just one of the things that I feel that is a worse thing to, to criticize a person on, is their name. Candida Morungwa Mosoma, this is, I think this is the right time. I want to take a, a little break. Yeah. <laughs> I want some coffee. Yeah, no, I need a coffee. Hello. Hi, Dave from A1 Builders in Pretoria. Yeah. It's Dan. I found your number on the internet and I need you to build me a room, the purpose of which I cannot disclose. What? Fine. It's a sunroom. Can you start immediately? It's 4 a.m. I'm sure it's 4 a.m. somewhere, Dave, but here in SA, it's 10. You mean USA? 
there's more than one Pretoria out there. For the quickest and most efficient way to find what you're looking for, start your search with yellowpages.co.za or download the app Yellow Pages for local, reliable results. Flying fish now has even more flavor. Wow! More flavor? Huh? Hey! Whatcha doing? Bring even more flavor! All right. Introducing new chilled green apple. Chilled green apple. It's a beer with all the bitterness brewed out and green apple flavor brewed in. the flavor brewed in. Go on. Huh. Add some flavor. Don't mind if I do. Enjoy responsibly. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18. We are war. We are war with terrorism, racism, but most of all, we are war with ourselves. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Kanye West, Jesus Walks, and the reason I play Jesus Walks, besides the fact that it's quite a, a um, one of my favorite kind of upbeat songs that I, I want to play when I'm feeling a little bit down. Um, but Candida, your dad is a priest, and your mother is a teacher, and you got to spend, hence that interesting accent you have that's not from Pretoria, even though you are, spend some time <laughs> in the States. Growing up, were you like a musical family? It's always, I feel like everybody's like, yeah, we grew up in the church and singing in the church. Were you like a musical family? Is everybody in your family like a good singer? Why are you the only one? Are you an anomaly? Um, my mother and my sister. No, my mother and my father love to sing. And um, always singing at church. Um, my sister loves to sing, but she's not the best singer. My brother, I've actually never heard him sing before. <laughs> really? I don't think I've ever heard him sing. So you're not that family that's like five part harmony when the, <sighs> when the load shedding comes. No. That's not what you're doing at no. home. But when you told your parents that you want to go to idols, when you told your parents that you want to study performan- performance arts, Mm. What was their reaction? <laughs> it actually stemmed from, um, do you know, in matric, you're always, you, your parents ask you, so what are you going to study? So I was. I in matric I only. Huh? In matric only you were having that conversation. About what I was going to study. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Even though I was in choirs all my life, I was in uh a North Gauteng Youth Choir in high school, and then I was in the primary school choir, um, Waterkloof Primary, when I was in primary school. But um, <laughs> I didn't. I had no idea what I wanted to do throughout my whole youth. No idea. First, I wanted to be a doctor, and then I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I wanted to be a, uh, an architect. I, I thought that I could be everything. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Not thought, a bad thing. I thought it was possible to be everything. But, of course it is. But then growing up, you, you you get into high school and you're like, okay, I'm actually not that good in math. Scrap. <laughs> Reality check. <laughs> yeah, doctor, scrap, uh, lawyer. Okay, maybe. So anywho, um, matric, I have this conversation with my parents. Um, they, they asked me, so what are you going to study? And I'd been researching a couple of months before that um, about 
becoming a missionary. So I asked my parents if I could become a missionary. Flat out, no. I'm like, really? Really? No. No, well done, yeah, in uh, the calling. No, 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 no. What calling? Go Why study. a missionary? Why a missionary? Um, Because I'd met a missionary um a couple of months before uh that was staying at my uncle's place in Bologuan. And it seemed like he was doing such good work. And it was just, it seemed so amazing and so, so interesting. And I was like, wow, I love Jesus. I love church. Why can't I do this? So um <laughs> the question comes flat out, no. And then I was like, okay, fine. So they say, the only way you can take that time off is if you go study. First study and then you come back to us and you tell us if you want to do this. So that, so I'm like, okay, fine. So they're like, what do you want to study? So I'm like, I don't know. And like with a thick lip, I'm like, I have no idea. Find something to study. So I go and I start searching. What what should I study? Because I have lo- no idea. So I, I was like, okay, I'm good in arts. Let me let me let me study fine arts. Okay. Um. So I send all my portfolios all around the country, and I'm paging through all these um course books. Uh, Pretoria Technicon, fine arts. Send um KwaZulu Natal Tech, um, UCT. I've sent all around the country, and then I sit back. I'm like, okay, whoever's gonna call me calls me. And I was like, okay, fine. Pretoria Tech, I find this book and I open it up and I look through the course book and I see a course that says musical theater requirements, singing, acting, dancing. So I'm like, hmm, I think I can sing. I've been in choir. Okay, Tech, acting. I've never acted a day in my life, but I think I can learn. Okay, question mark. Uh, Dancing, two left feet. Okay, maybe I can learn. Okay, fine. Send, um, uh, send, th- uh, what's it called? Send through an application and they call me for an audition. Oh, snap. Now I have to learn an acting piece and I have to prepare a song. Cool. No problem. Um, about two weeks they gave me to learn all this stuff. I learn it. Audition. Finally, I sit back and I say, whoever calls me first, that is what I'm meant to do between fine arts and musical theater. So I sat back. So they gave me a call back, um, musical theater and said that I'm accepted. Didn't hear anything from fine arts until a couple of weeks after my acceptance letter from musical theater. And I told myself, whoever accepts me first, that's what I'm supposed to do. So I carried it through. And the rest is history. Yes. So, okay. So the, the, the missionary thing threw me. I didn't see that one coming. The missionary thing that threw me. It threw you, hey? Didn't see that one coming. You're not that ordinary, right? Yeah, no. You're just <laughs> breaking out of the box now. You were you were skirting on thin ice there because I just I thought. Say. Besides the fact that she can sing, this girl is just so ordinary. She sits at home and oh, watches boy, TV. She's one of three kids. Like <sighs> almost every black family I can think of in a particular generation, three kids. When and everything is just so ordinary. But the missionary <laughs> thing is throwing me. Hey. So how do you how do you balance the decadence and crazy lifestyle of? Behind the scenes in the theater and <laughs> arts world with your I Love Jesus life. <sighs> it's a, it's a, yeah, it, yeah, it's a hard balance because, um, I really, really, really love what I do, 
So I give 110% in anything I do. So that's why I'm pretty much exhausted by by my work. So I don't go to church as much, unfortunately. But I don't think that you have to go to church all the time to find Jesus. Jesus is in your heart. So um, I just have conversations with him, just me and him. I don't need to have, need to go into a church to to to, to find him because he's always with me. And have you ever found yourself having to walk away from an opportunity in in the world of fame and theater and performance because it didn't resonate with your deeply spiritual religious side? Uh, have I had to walk away? No, I don't think so. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think about it this way. <clears throat> Uh, regardless of the, the the boundaries that religion has, um, and do you live within those boundaries? No, I can't live within those boundaries because I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you also have to realize that within what we do as 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 artists, um, we're telling stories, and you cannot you cannot um, what's it called? Uh, disregard a story just because it is against your religious beliefs. You, you're still, as long as it's a positive story with, 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 with a, with a hardcore meaning and not some frivolous nonsense. If it's frivolous, frivolous nonsense, then obviously I'd say no, but I've never come across anything that's been frivolous nonsense. But, uh, like, um, in Sister Act, there are little bits and pieces where uh, when I was reading the script, I was like, ooh, that's slightly blasphemous. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, ooh. But then I'm like, okay, listen here. It's just, I'm telling the story of a girl who isn't highly religious, who is flamboyant, who doesn't hold her tongue when she speaks. I'm, but then I'm still telling the story of her finding friendship, sisterhood, love, Ubuntu, strength. She's finding herself. How, why would I say no to a, the story because of a couple of moments of slight blasphemy? I'm still telling a positive story. And at the end of the day, I don't think that I'm going to go to hell or, or God finds it a, a, a bad thing. For me to be doing this, I'm telling a positive story. You get what I mean? I get that. Mm. I get that. So you read a lot and you stay at home a lot and <laughs> you're on the internet a lot. And I'm boring. And you're in the, but also you're, you're in the, in the industry of castings and always being picked apart and looked at and judged. Every time you go for a job interview, you get judged, basically. And you go for a lot of job interviews. Because this is not that thing where you get a job (laughs) and then you're in it for 25 years. Unless you're in Le Miserable. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's the longest running Broadway. But that's the thing, it's Broadway. Yeah, but still. But also Lion King is longest running and I'm in South Africa and there hasn't been any theater show that's been running for 25 years here. Yeah, well, it's coming. Relax. 
Oh. Your turn is coming. Relax. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that <laughs> I'm gonna get that interview that I can keep for 25 years. <laughs> but I think one of the biggest biggest stories mm-hmm. and happening to to me quite viscerally in my mind every single day, and I'm so torn apart by it. And I'd like to know what you think mm-hmm. is Bill Cosby Ooh. and the casting couch. Mm. Which is a very famed phenomenon mm. in the industry. Mm. Have you ever been like put in the position where you had to make a decision about a casting couch? Hell no. I think that I've just got that kind of face that says, don't even mess with me like that. It will not happen. Not a chance in hell. Ooh, child. Ooh, I'll expose you so quickly. Would you? I would so expose you. I'd put you on Twitter, Facebook. Hey, I'd expose you. Really? Uh, yes. Because that is completely unethical. One, you have to realize that there are people out there that have studied their craft and continuously honed their craft. And now a person thinks that they have the right to lessen you. Lesser your ability, lesser your talent, lesser your skill by making you have a couch casting. No way. My mama didn't raise me like that. No way. Do you think that there are people who use their bodies? Like that to get ahead in our industry. Unfortunately, there are. Unfortunately. But I mean, at the end of the day, each to their own. No judgment here. Each to their own. But I mean, at the end of the day, for a person of, uh, who, who, uh, 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 what's it called? An influential person to have to inflict that, to, to have to put that as an option for, for a, a budding performer to to try to get her big break, her or his, his big break, is the worst thing that I could ever think of. It's the worst thing. You are trying to take advantage of a young person whom there are people that come from, are not educated and, and, and still just want that job. And you're a pretty girl. Oh, okay. You're a pretty girl. Found you on the side of the road. Okay. You want a job? Come couch cost. It's just my thing is for a person of influence to even have the audacity to think that, to even inflict that upon someone, that is the worst thing ever for me as a performer, where I know that there's so many of people, uh, so many of us, females like me, that work so hard constantly. And all I want is to be recognized for my ability, not for the way my face looks, not for what my body looks like. It's for what I put onto the table, how I tell the story, how I sing the song, how I perform on stage, how I engage an audience, not how I behind the door. No. So do you think that women get a tougher deal on stage? Whether as directors or performers, do you think that the, the measures put on women are, are, 
are harder, are tougher. There are more things to to jump through. There are more hoops to jump through. You have to be skinny. You have to be particular height. You have to wear heels. You have to you have to dress a certain way. You have to sing a certain way. You have to look a certain way. That whereas guys just wear show your up. Suit. <laughs> exactly. Show up. Exactly. No powder on your face. No makeup. Um, yeah, it is a little harder for us, but I mean, at the end of the day, we also have to think about the society that we're, we've been put in as well, where, what's it called, on TV, we're inundated with, um, with these beautiful girls, um, uh, uh, on TV, um, singing, uh, uh, Let's say your Beyonce's. I'm trying to fish here right now because I can't hear. I can't think of any names. <laughs> My net is cast, but nothing's coming. So, um, you have your Beyonce's, and she's in her little skimpy outfits when she performs, which I think is fabulous because as a performer, she also, other than having the sex appeal thing on stage, she also brings to the plate this is a strong woman. I'm not just flailing around in my underwear. I may be, okay, looking sexy and hot, but I am a strong woman. I am strutting it, and I'm doing it for myself, and I'm doing it for women. And, yeah, it's a double-edged sword there because you're going to be like, oh, my goodness, then why is she wearing so little? Because she's hot and she wants to. But then you have your little girls out there who think, oh, okay, it's not the message that she's bringing. It's not that it, it, they don't see the complete message that Beyonce is bringing across. So they think that, oh, okay, that's all men want because they listen to some of the lyrics of her songs. Oh, uh, okay, I'm only good enough if I'm like this. I'm only good enough if I'm like that. And it does, it does get a little difficult for us who like to walk around in our dangarees and our Onesies. Please, can I not see you in a mall in a onesie? I'm just saying, I will recognize you and I will hound you. Can I not see you out in public in a onesie? Even if it's got like diamantes and stuff. Even if it's the one outside onesie that they have at Mr. Price, uh uh. No No. onesies out in public, Kelly, uh uh. Okay, well. Just live right, live right. But if it's like a cat suit ish onesie vibe. Cat suits, li onesie, they're not the same. But let's say if it's like a vibe. It's got a vibe to it. I'm just saying, if I bump into you <laughs> and you're in public and you're in a onesie, it's going down. Yeah. I will hold you to a higher okay. standard. Okay, okay. Then I won't do the onesie in public. Good. <laughs> but what next? So you're at the Joburg Theatre. You're on at, is it still called Joburg Theatre? Nelson yeah. Mandela. Theatre, yes. Theatre. Yeah. You're on till the 16th of August. Yes. Eight shows a week. Yes. What time again? Um, let's think about that right now. We are, what day of the week is it? Wednesday. 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 So as we call it around here, it's Womandla Day. Hey, that one, (laughs) Womandla Day. Yes. Um, from Tuesday to Friday, 8 8 p.m. shows. Saturdays, we have a 3 and a 8 p.m. show. Sunday, we have a 2 p.m. show. Um, and then next week, we have a children's show. I think it's on the Tuesday um, at 11.30. And then an evening show at 
Eight. So all the evening shows are at eight. So Elizabeth said it night shift, so you're a night shift girl. I'm like a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you both perform a very important service in society. You might as well call me Sister Candy. Right, Sister Candy. <laughs> you're on at the Joburg Theatre. You've you've been everywhere. Madden Zangara was amazing. Uh, Noah was saying that she saw it like ten times. Um, what next? Panto at the Joburg Theatre, Mandela Theatre. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be the fairy. That is cute. Isn't that too cute? I'm going to be the fairy. Aww. With this smile, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to melt so many hearts. That's awesome. So, and, but, but bigger than that, uh, where's Miss Candy going? Where is Candida? Candida. Do you know what? I've always lived my life um, going with the wind <laughs> because that's the only you way. You are willing to be a missionary. <laughs> so you're okay with the going with the wind thing? Pretty much. I go with the wind um, because, I mean, like, you know how this industry is. We audition all the time. You have a great show now. Unfortunately, it, it's a short run. And then you have another fabulous show, and then it's a short run. And then you have to keep on auditioning to keep putting bread on the table. <laughs> Boyfriend? The night shift girls, it's always hard to keep a man, huh? How do you know? <laughs> oh my, did you work night shift as well? Okay. <laughs> it's the street life. It's, it's, perfect. it's perfect. It's the street life house. So no boyfriend, nothing. So she's available. That, but that's why I'm always at home with my dog, reading books, and you know uh, he's not gonna come to your couch. He's out there somewhere. If you're interested, come watch a show, and then wait at the stage door. Say that you're looking for candy, and then maybe we'll have coffee later. <laughs> That sounds like a great ad. Duncan, please send her the bill. <laughs> sounds like a great ad. Duncan, please send her the bill after this. And are your parents proud of you? Oh. Now that you're not a missionary. <laughs> Actually, it was really... It, this, this whole period, I mean, like looking back is just so funny for me. Because I studied musical theater. My mother was like, hey, cheerleader, yeah, do your thing. Hey, go, girl. My dad was like, mm. driving you to the auditions. She was there. She was there. <laughs> she was there. She was there from the beginning, um, picking me up from what's it called? Choir rehearsals, choir performance. There. There like a bear. And then, That's the thing about mothers. Boss, eh? Boss. Number one fan. Very. And then my dad, musical theater comes in. Mm-hmm. So, are you sure you don't want to study law? What's this musical theater? What music? Okay. Fine. I get my first show. And he is just so proud, beaming from ear to ear. From that moment on, he's been my, he has been my cheerleader on my side. Oh, all the way. From a tech mm. praying for you and everything. Amen. Are you making good money? I'm putting bread on the table. But I can't wear no Nelly Jesus also, you know, you've got that 
that one-on-one relationship it provides the manna in the desert. <laughs> so, hmm? are you making good money? Don't be shy. Girls don't like talking about money. We talk about money on this show. Are you making good money? It depends on how you look at it. That's the thing. How do you look at it? Me? Yeah. Do you look at it like I'm earning a good living? I'm happy. Nuff said. (laughs) (laughs) Nuff said. I'm happy. That's... mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say much more. No. Oh, I don't, man. I, I really don't like talking about money. A lot of girls don't like talking about money, but that's okay. And you, let me ask that question. Are you making good money? Good enough for now? Amen. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me. This Thanks is Miss Candy, Candida Murungwa. So, yeah, it's one o'clock. We've been what? here. It's three minutes to one. But because we're talking, the last thing we're talking about is money. I think I'm going to play out with um, Glamorous. You've been listening e. to Miss Candy, who's also the fabulous Dolores Van Cartier. As in Cartier's, you know, the yeah. watch Cartier. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> the fabulous Miss Dolores Van Cartier. She's on Sister Act. You can see on Sister Act. You, she doesn't tweet much and she doesn't Facebook much, but you can stalk her. You can follow her on Twitter. She's at Miss Candy. Mm, stalk me, please. Please go and check it out. It is, and it's, <laughs> apart from those uh, few blasphemous, maybe blasphemous moments that she spoke about earlier, this is good, clean family fun, and you should be out there supporting full on South African talent yes. through and through, and she is fabulous. You've been listening to Umandla and I'm Pumi Mashoko. We'll catch you again on the flip side. Cliffcentral.com.